What's up, y'all? It's Drewski, and I've teamed up with Mountain Dew to produce a hilarious new basketball podcast called The Dew Zone with Drewski. Learn the backstories of your favorite ballers and celebrities like Jamal Murray. Did you have, like, a favorite team? Was it the Raptors at the time or no? Was the Raptors even started around that time? Come on, bro. I ain't that old, fam. <laughs> You're talking like I'm 50. Taylor Rooks, Asia Wilson, and many more. You won't want to miss this. Listen to The Do Zone with Drewski on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. Lowe's knows you'll do it right and do it yourself to stay within budget when making updates to your bathroom. We do it right, too, by offering up to 20% off select toilets during the final days of our Refresh for Less kitchen and bath event. Step up your style even more with floor tiles starting at just 49 cents a square foot. For your next bath project, do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offer valid through 3-6. See store for details, U.S. only. Take the baseline out. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Hardwood Knox Podcast. My name is Dan Favalli, coming at you with my super-duper, incredibly esteemed, awesome times awesome, fantabulous, spectaculario, prepping the hell out of his bar exam, Andy D. Bailey, co-host Andy D. Bailey, excuse me. Uh, we have, as usual, a bunch to get to, or at least a bunch to try and get to. But before we start, I would just like to remind, plead, beg, implore everyone to continue rating us on iTunes. It takes 15 seconds out of your day. Just throw Hardwood knocks into the search bar. Uh, leave us a rating. Leave us a review. Definitely subscribe if you haven't done that already. Get in the habit of borrowing people's phones and doing it for them. We would really appreciate it. We love seeing those numbers go up. We definitely do not like seeing them go down, as they have since we last recorded for some strange reason. Um, also, you Illuminati. Can, yeah, that's what that was what I talked about, too. You can also still get 15% off at the NBA Math Shop. That's nbamath.com slash shop. Promo code Benno, B-E-N-O, should be easy enough to remember because a certain someone shouts him out at the end of every single podcast. And with that... Out of the way, we get to the opening question that everyone is always dying to know the answer to. Andy, how you doing? I'm doing good. I'm excited to be talking about some NBA instead of torts and civil procedure and evidence. Those are the subjects that have just been pounded into my head like a jackhammer for the last couple of weeks. You sent me one of your questions um, in our text thread <laughs> before like our text box, whatever, uh, before we started. And I haven't, like, I just scanned it and I have, like, a headache because it was so long. I love, just... I love when the lawyers who put all this stuff together think they're being funny because that question that I sent you is like a, it's like a parody of snakes on a plane. <laughs> <laughs> so congratulations to, to you guys who are the bar examiners or bar preppers for your sense of humor that should be your job because then you can do like a john wick three featuring bobon question oh that would be incredible by the way that's like the in a season full of just wild news all over the place that might be my favorite that's like that's the biggest like news item we've had in the past decade (laughs) there are so many nba stars over the last few years but I, i watch him play and i'm like that guy needs to be in an action movie i always thinking about steven adams I thought it about Gortat. Um, uh, gosh, who was the guy that was on the Hawks? That was uh, he, he went back overseas. 
I can't believe I'm blanking on his name right now. Big guy who shot threes, bald. Oh, uh, oh my God. Something with a P, I, I'm going right? to have to look this up. Why can't Say I Say that again? Something with a P, I, isn't it? Peroantich? I, I, feel, I feel so... Is that Peroantich? I think that's yeah. right. I always thought he should be in an action movie, and now we're finally getting it. Yeah, it's Peroantich. Good call. Um, and it, I don't think it could be much better than Boban. I mean, it can't. He's just... He's monstrous. <laughs> Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be fun to see him show down with John Wick. Um, we have I don't know how many of them we're gonna get to, but we're finally gonna get to the off season outlooks for the Celtics, Pelicans, Rockets, and um, wow, Jazz. <laughs> I'm sorry, I forgot your Jazz for a minute. Um, but before Can't we get you. there, I just want to know if you have as we're recording this uh, about I don't know 36 hours until the. NBA Finals Game 3, Cavs down 2-0. to Any finals thoughts you'd like to relay other than it's really sad that the NBA season's about to be over? Um, I, I guess it's bittersweet for me that the NBA season's about to be over because I'm every year I'm like ready for the offseason. By this point, I'm ready for player movement. Um, I'm ready for crazy rumors. I'm ready for the draft. All that stuff is... I, I was just thinking the other day, somebody actually tweeted this, and I can't remember who it was, but they said something like, team building is actually more exciting to them than X's and O's. And I think I might be in the same boat. I, I love everything that goes into team building. So the offseason is really like, that's my jam. So uh, would it be cool if we had a, a slightly more competitive finals? Obviously, game one was, but I'm with you. I did. After game two, I'm starting to feel like my Warriors and six call was kind of crazy. Um <laughs> It'd be nice if it was slightly more competitive, but at this point, I am just kind of ready for for us to move on to the to really fun stuff. I like. I'm kind of with you, but at the same time, I was just really hoping against hope that I'd be wrong and that this would be a competitive series or at least one that might go longer than we expected. Uh, but it's just that game one loss was just so demoralizing, and I don't know if Cleveland. Yeah, that's hard to bounce back from. Yeah, I just they don't look like a team that's going to have the mental call to get gall to get through it. And one of the bigger problems is their second best player in Kevin Love. He could be wide open in the corner, and you just don't trust him to make those shots. And no, that, and that's like that's Cleveland's situation in a nutshell at this point. So maybe they'll bounce back in Game is, Three because their role was, players tend to shoot better at home. But yeah, I mean you've got J.R. Smith shooting twenty percent on wide open threes. <laughs> Jeff Green, 25% on wide-open threes. Kevin Love's been shooting since the conference finals. I looked this up yesterday. Is shooting about 33.3% on wide-open threes since the conference finals. That, that You just you need... It's got to be better. Yeah. yeah. Yes, it has to be. It has to be way better. And the thing is, um, even if one or, those, one or two of those guys do start hitting in Cleveland... It's like that's enough to give you a small chance because <laughs> they played. I mean, they got an incredible game out of LeBron. They got a little bit of help from Kevin Love. He wasn't super efficient in game one, but at least he had 20 plus points. Um, and that was enough to get them to a point where they had a chance in the last minute or two. It's it's like they're playing with the most razor thin margin of any finals team I can remember. Yeah, and it's not even even if it, it might be thinner than that somehow. So, I 
I hope they need it's not even this is the lazy take is to say they need to get game three. Obviously they need to get game three. No one's come back from yeah. three to lead. It's not happening now. My thing is they need to get the first quarter of game three. Because you'll probably know in the first within the first six or eight minutes whether they have a chance of winning that game. If they just come out Well and then even if they do get the first quarter or even the first half, I, I don't think I'd feel comfortable until they get through that third quarter that the Warriors have crushed so many teams in over the last four years. You wouldn't feel comfortable, but again, I think you have like a feeling It helps for sure. Yeah, yeah. That if that they'll be competitive or the game could be competitive by midway point of the first quarter. But if the Warriors get if they're just up seven or eight points by like the six or eight eight minute mark of the of the first, it's just over. I just don't trust and this isn't specific to the Cavs necessarily, but anytime the Warriors go up like seven or nine points, I'm just like, oh, that's insurmountable. No one's coming back from that. Yeah. And then, like, even last year, it didn't feel quite as bad because Cleveland had so much firepower last year, too, compared to this team. Um, so, yeah, I'm with you. So, that's, like, anything <laughs> above seven or eight points, it's like, well, that, that's, Over. This one's kind of in the books. It's like get Rodney Hood on the floor. It's a garbage time. <laughs> Man, poor Rodney Hood. He. I feel like he did this we'll to himself. Maybe we'll talk about this when we do the Cavs postmortem. But man, he's cost himself a lot of money. Yeah, the only way, and maybe they. I thought we talked about this. I think in the finals preview, I thought maybe he would get a real chance in the finals just because a six seven six eight wing, even one who's not particularly long. I just thought would have some value in this series, especially when the alternative included playing Jordan Clarkson. Uh, but, I mean, we'll have to see whether they dust him off for games three or all of game four. It could technically be garbage time if the Cavaliers are down 3-0. Did you see his quote the other day about watching videos of himself in Utah? No. Was this the one? Yeah, I, did you see the thing about him saying it's tough to play with LeBron, too? Oh, I didn't see that one. That's pretty funny in combination with what... The one I saw was, he said he watches YouTube videos of himself from earlier in the season to remind himself that it was the same year and he's still that guy. That's like... That's rough. I Oh, I'm seeing, I'm seeing that quote now. At times when I may lose a little bit of confidence because of playing time or whatever, I look back to my Utah highlights a lot on YouTube just to remind myself that that was this year when I did those things. Crazy. Uh, and then he also, in that same article, uh, th- he said, this is something different. It has been tough. The basketball stuff has been the easiest part. The stuff that comes out of it, you lose a game, and everyone talks about it on TV the next day. They may say some things that you may not agree with. If you win a game, you're supposed to. Those kind of things are something that I kind of got on a much sc- smaller scale and dealt with at Duke. Uh, he just basically said, "It's a, you win, it's like you're supposed to win. It's still a struggle to me to adapt to that. Is that like throwing shade at the Jazz there, too? He caught, you're yeah, right. Probably. He, just, he just cost himself a crap ton of money. And that was from ESPN. So, uh, the undefeated is Mark J. Spears. Excuse me. One last thing on that. Uh, if you listen to this podcast, you probably already know this, but zero is an average box plus minus. Minus two is a replacement player, box plus minus. Uh, Rodney Hood this postseason is minus 6.8, and Jordan Clarkson is minus 9.3. Hood's Hood's PER is 6.1, and Clarkson's PER is 3.3. That seems low. Is that low? Cleveland (laughs) Cleveland has four guys 
with at least 100 playoff minutes and a PER below 7. It seems like a problem. <laughs> Lowe's knows you'll do it right. And do it yourself to stay within budget when making updates to your bathroom. We do it right, too, by offering up to 20% off select toilets during the final days of our Refresh for Less kitchen and bath event. Step up your style even more with floor tile starting at just 49 cents a square foot. For your next bath project, do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offer valid through 3-6. See store for details, U.S. only. Lowe's knows you'll do it right. And do it yourself to stay within budget when making updates to your bathroom. We do it right, too, by offering up to 20% off select toilets during the final days of our Refresh for Less kitchen and bath event. Step up your style even more with floor tile starting at just 49 cents a square foot. For your next bath project, do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offer valid through 3-6. See store for details, U.S. only. It's just crazy, the load that LeBron has had to carry. In game two, it kind of seemed, at least at the beginning, that he... I'm not saying he was boycotting aggression, but it seemed like this was his last-ditch effort to be like, I'm going to pass the ball as much as humanly possible and get my teammates shots, and maybe that will put them in a comfort zone. And then it really just, with the exception of George Hill and then Kevin Love for brief stretches, it just didn't. Yeah, I feel like... uh... It almost feels like George Hill has to have like 25 points for them to have a chance. Yeah, like 50. He was super aggressive at the start of game two, and then it just kind of faded as it sometimes does with him. But Kevin Love is like a wild card at this point. You need at least one person beyond him to to go off. And I don't – is there anyone else besides George Hill who might do that? I've I've lost all faith in J.R. Smith. Oh, and I I don't blame you for that. And the way that Corver has been blanketed – off the ball, yeah. it's impossible for him. I'm not. I think it's easy for us to sit here as armchair analysts and say Tyloo should do this, Tyloo should do that. One of the things, though, that I've never really understood is the reluctance to put Kyle Korver on the floor for extensive minutes in this series when it specifically pertains to his defense. J.R. Smith isn't that much of an upgrade. Jordan Clarkson yeah. is probably a downgrade, and for me. I feel like Corver tries, even if the results are bad, he'll chase loose balls. He tries to get around screens. He tries. The in support of Tyloo, though, you can't have him on the floor for 17, 20, 25 minutes a game and only take three shots. He has been absolutely just stymied off the ball. Yeah. It got to a point where he, he took three shots in game two, and two of them were just like, I have the ball, I need to shoot. But like he he doesn't he doesn't need much daylight, but the Warriors give him zero, and that's probably where having him on the floor just isn't worth it. Because if he's not, he needs to at least take a bunch of shots. Because that him being a threat, other other than that, you're, you can look at him as a decoy, and you say, hey, we'll put him. We're not going to move him much off the ball because it might bring guys closer to the point of the attack on these plays, and we'll just put him in the corner, and maybe that takes Clay Thompson. At the defensive play, either way, I'm playing him, but I'm saying that's like that's a problem that's a in this good, series. Yeah, at least try to make it like a game of four on four, or just something. I think he's he can be important in any way, but that's definitely one of the you. He would be, I think, for the playoffs this year. You would say he's probably the second or third most likely Cav to go off, and in this yeah. series, he's probably not because the Warriors have just absolutely wet blanketed him. Yep. 
they've done a really, really good job on him. I kind of like that idea that you threw out. They, it's time. It's certainly time for them to at least try to get creative. I like that you like one of my ideas for a change. <laughs> for a change. <laughs> um. So I think that the finals. We do you think it's a sweep? Or is it going to be a sweep? Man, um, just I, I'll still say five. I'm downgrading from my Warriors and six pick. I'm I'm tempted to go sweep now, but I'll, I'll go ahead and say five. I just think LeBron, even if it's in the three zero and it's a meaningless game, I think he he gets them a game still. I'll stick with yeah. The that's kind of how I'm feeling. Yeah, it would be great if they won Game Three. And I'm I'm someone who roots for chaos, but like at this point, I want a good series. I would love for them to win Game Three because it, then it creates like this semblance of hope leading into Game Four. Where yeah. oh if they win it's tied two two and you go back to good blah 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 and anything could happen so here's yeah. to the Cavs winning game three I'm officially here's to a Cleveland fan LeBron having like a fifty point triple double and three guys hitting more than fifty percent of their threes and the Cavaliers <laughs> still losing anyway <laughs> yeah um I'm like almost you're not gonna believe this headline that TMZ Sports tweeted out as we're recording this let's hear it. Ezekiel Elliott and Dak Prescott hit the club, penis guns blazing. No, I cannot believe that headline. You're right. That <laughs> I don't know. Now I really want to move on. Um, where do you want to start? I'm going to give you carte blanche here of those four teams. Wherever your heart no, desires, man. we will jump into. Well, this should be predictable, but I'm going to go with the Jazz. I honestly thought you were going to go with your favorite team, the Pelicans, but go ahead. Um. How do we want to approach this? I Last night I was kind of prepping for today's episode a little bit. Um, I feel like the likely outcome after this offseason is that Utah returns roughly the same team they had this year. There were reports a few months ago that their eyes are more on next summer's free agency than on this summer's mm-hmm. when guys like Clay Thompson are possibly available. Um, although since then there's been other reports that say Clay Thompson might uh, sign for the Warriors for less, so that gotta say, <laughs> significantly Joe that money. Yes, <laughs> significantly dampens Utah's hopes for someone like that. But I think they probably are still sort of all in on next summer, which means it, I, I was just looking at guys that I think could be gone. This summer, I, I think Derek Favors is probably the most obvious candidate, although I don't think it's a foregone conclusion that he's gone, as it seemed like back in December. Uh, I think there's a chance that Alec Burks maybe played himself into some trade value. I think Ricky Rubio might be on the block. For, for the most part, I think it's all like, it's all mites and maize with, with who might leave the team. Ultimately, I think they're, they're mostly the same team when they come back next season. I tend to agree with you, and there are stuff that they can do if they really wanted to. There are stuff that they can do to create cap space this year. Um, I have them being able to get up to close to $20 million in room, but you have to waive all your non-guarantees. So Tabo, Jarebko, uh, Udo, uh, Stockton. You can keep O'Neal. I baked that in. You can't get rid of him. That'd be stupid. But then you also have to renounce all your own free agents, uh, Neto, Exum, and Favors. And this is not the market. In a vacuum, it is because more than two-thirds of the league is going to end up not having cap space. And my favorite example of this is really the Orlando Magic are going into the summer 
as a capped out team if they carry Aaron Gordon. That's hold, crazy. And they're going yeah. to carry Aaron Gordon's hold. And there'll be even more than that if they decide that they want to carry Hazonia's hold because they're not sure if he's going to get. Uh, I think they can pay him. They can only pay him up to his fourth year team option amount since they declined it. So it was close to $5.2 million. That's like what the landscape is. But the free agents just aren't out there. Um, no. Nope. Bleacher Report and our colleague at NBA Math, founder in chief, Adam Frommel, published a top 10 point guard ranking for free agency. And it's the most depressing shit I have ever read. <laughs> and he's spot on. There's Chris Paul. And then guess who the second best guy is? And he, he's not 